I'm getting sick and tired of your broken promises. (laughs) Girl, so I was yesterday years old when I found out that 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 she does not have a lisp at all. No, that it was like that. So it was the auto tune. The problem was she can't couldn't couldn't sing at the time. They said. She hit so many wrong notes that they overprocessed her voice with the auto tune, and it caused the lisp. Well, <laughs> I, I'm watching encore now. Who mm-hmm. child? But you know what? I'm gonna put a pin in that because that could segue into our girl talk. Okay, I'll make sure to come right back to it at the end of the tea. Okay. All right, let's see. Where do I want to start on today? Oh, let's get it started. Um, let's talk about um this new film in the Heights. Um, it is supposed to be an Afro Latina Broadway musical. Is it Afro Latino or is it Puerto Rican? Yeah, that's still Afro Latina. Oh, okay. Well, you know. You know, the yeah, they don't be. Yeah, they don't. Mm, yeah, you got girl. some. You got some, you know, the Latin community community is, is is a wide range. You have some that's Afro. You have some that are like no ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, but go ahead before we end up saying some shit, <laughs> getting our foot. <laughs> Getting our foot in our mouth. Yeah. So this um play was created partially created by Lynn Manuel, um, the same person who brought us Hamilton. And um they have been receiving a lot of bad feedback on this whole musical. So for one, they it's supposed to be from the heights in New York, and it only they are only representing the fairer skin Latinas and a lot of the dark skin Afro Latina community don't feel as though they were sufficiently represented in the movie. Oh. Uh, and they feel as though that there was colorism involved in the casting. And so not only is um, Lin-Manuel uh, apologizing, but um, the director also, he kind of apologized. But what he said was, it's a fair conversation, but the best people who were best for those roles were cast. Hmm. So... So you basically telling me, uh, I like them light ones over there. They did good, but the darker ones is okay. But we we chose the the lighter ones. They was better. They was better. Hmm. So I I see it's not just in our community where we have the colorism, but at least Lynn, absolutely, 
at least Lynn Manuel is being honest and he says uh, over the past 20 years all I wanted was for us all of us to be seen uh, coming from the Afro-Latina background so he says he's learning from the feedback he said thank you for raising it I'm listening um, and he says he'll do better his future projects so I guess all we can say is we'll see but I mean I watched it mm-hmm. it it was not Hamilton it, it, it was definitely, not it was definitely not Hamilton um, I didn't even pay attention to like it wasn't being enough uh darker Afro Latinas because I was just trying to figure out the story. Like what, <laughs> what are y'all doing here? What, what is going on around here? I mean I, I didn't like it at all, honestly. I was like, I was like, like I, I think I just I, you know me. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna follow through. I'm gonna finish to the end. Trash or not. Like mm-hmm. ask me what it was about. <laughs> I Only thing I only thing I remember is that uh, old boy that played Dr. Dre was in there. Mm. And I didn't know that he started in Broadway. He did. I was like, look at him singing and dancing and singing <laughs> talk and Broadway singing, dancing, talking. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, no. <laughs> it, it was, it was kind of flat for me. I was, ex- you know what? I was expecting more it it lacked depth for me. Come on now, let's come with the honest reviews. I turned it, it off. <laughs> it lacked depth. Like it was just like it lacked depth. It felt rushed. Um, and I was looking. It 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 was kind of whitewashed. Honestly, I was looking for, you know, with this being you know about the heights, and this is supposed to be about Afro Latina. Community. Mm-hmm. I was looking for more boom, 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 like the beat, boot that, the boot. You know, mm-hmm. I was looking for more of that, and it was like, this is the greatest show. Like, <laughs> I was just like, no, thank you. Man, I was no, like, man, I pop my popcorn, pour my wine. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm watching. Like, <laughs> like it was. I literally watched. Go ahead. You know, like when you watch Hamilton, it was some moments that, you know, even though Hamilton was still kind of on the corny side, mm-hmm. but it was still some moments that you were like, okay, this is a little bop. Like, you know, I felt myself in the chair like, uh, uh, Hamilton, yeah. uh, 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 uh right. Hamilton. It was good. The songs were good in Hamilton. Yeah, I'm sorry. the songs was, it was a bop. And the songs were good. This? No. Yeah, it was, I felt it was, like they didn't represent yeah they didn't represent afro latina if that's what they were going for because afro latina like you said it's the salsa it's the merengue it's like come on the merengue (laughs) say it again merengue okay (laughs) you know habla espanol un poquito Mm. okay okay my name is Tia. You know, I gotta know a little bit of Spanish. So everybody always espanol no 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 (laughs) no 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 Anyway, mm. <laughs> you was like, mm. <laughs> anyway, 
I just didn't feel it. Like I felt like it should have been a lot more hip shaking music because that's that's yeah. that's what I think about when I think about Latin music. And so I just I couldn't even get into it. And I, like my girl from Orange is the New Black was in it, and I was expecting more. And I was just like, I oh. I, I didn't have any expectations. Well, uh-huh. I expected. Well, I expected more. I guess I shouldn't have said that after I said her. But like, I was expecting more overall because it's Lin Manuel and yeah, he got us so hyped with Hamilton and it had such a big success. And now we're like, oh shit, this is the next one. Because uh, that that was my attitude. Like, oh shit, it's about it is about to go down. I was like. Dun, 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 dun. And then at the end, it was like Mario Brothers. Do, 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 do. Boom, 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 boom. Right. <laughs> so, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But it is what it is. Sometimes even, you miss. Sometimes even with you the miss. Guy, the guy, the lead character. Like, I like him. We don't know in... none of these niggas' names. Hold on. Wait a minute. Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to get about. it up. I'm going to get it up because I, I don't want to say the wrong people. I like him. Him. I like him. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Okay. Anthony Ramos is his name. Yes. I like Anthony. Anthony Ramos. I like Even him. Mark Anthony and Jimmy Smiths were in it. I was like, okay, keeping the, you know, yeah. like, keeping them in there, but like, yeah. I had to look up uh, Dr. Dre. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, his name's Corey. Yeah, I was like, is he, I said, is he Dominican or something? Nah. Is he? No, I don't think so. Oh, he American. He was born in D.C. Oh, he went to Juilliard, so he that's why he got that background. Yeah. Oh, this a smart nigga, huh? Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. y'all. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I said, oh, this a smart nigga. Right. Oh, he went to Juilliard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, my friend. Okay. Right. Yeah, you know, he got theater. He's Listen, a thespian. Nigga, I clicked on his name. And you know when you on, um on the internet, it'll show you other questions that people have Googled. Mm-hmm. Do you know that somebody really Google is Corey Hawkins, Dr. Dre's son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, y'all. Don't get, be so crazy. Get it together. But yeah, it, it definitely missed the mark for me. I was not. Yeah. I was not entertained. So it is. It is what it is. Better Move, luck next time. Moving right along. We all saw... Um, get out when it came out back in I think that was like 2016, 2017, some years ago. Mm-hmm. And jo- Jordan Peele, you know, he did his thing, you know, with get out with the whole it's like the little racial racial undertones and you know, the thriller kind of mixed into one. And now, you know, we've had the antebellum with Janelle Monet. Yeah. And, and then them that was on Amazon Prime. And now we got a, a movie about a Karen. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. Listen, Jordan Peele, need, Jordan Peele needs his coins because this man ain't but did two movies, Get Out and Us, and a few, and like he co produced and directs a few others. But like, and y'all just copying everything yeah. this nigga do. 
Yeah. Oh, okay, they like it when the white lady, the villain, and they coming after the black family. Let's do right. this. Let's Cause do- what was the other thing on Amazon Prime? Them. Uh, you talking about them? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is too much. This is too much of the same thing. Yeah, the no, same vibe. You're not gonna get my coin here. Um, and I like the little white actress. Her name was, uh, I think, it's Taryn. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, who's in charge? What from Orange uh, Is the New Black? No. Yeah, but then I thought, ain't that old girl from uh, the movie? Uh, you know, it's hard out here for a pal. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ain't that her too? Mm. I gotta verify. I, I gotta, I, you know, I gotta fact check. I'm the um on the immediate fact checker. Karen Manning. Yeah, that was her hustle and flow. No, see, yeah. <laughs> Dang, you good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her, but I'm not going to see this movie. Yeah, I'm not interested. Like I, I, I'm kind of getting over the whole black trauma movies like and that's mm-hmm. what that's what they are you're taking our traumas and making it into movies and you're trying to call it art but it's not that like it, it's just not that like i don't want to see this like and this I is already, what this is what we deal with in real life <laughs> and then i i already have my thoughts about the karens and the karenish type women of the world so I definitely don't need to go see this because I already have enough shit built up in me that I don't need to add nothing else <laughs> to make me just end up going postal on a motherfucker. Like, right? it's you. <laughs> just I, like, I'll be the Karen. Just standing in line like, what the fuck is you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be calling you like, hey, come put me up for my job. They, they made me leave. Uh, okay, all right. I'm gonna give you a let me, let me let me call Doug. Shit. Like what you do? Girl, I just went out for me. I ain't mean no harm. I didn't mean it. I don't know what happened. I just napped. <laughs> so no, nah, I definitely don't need to watch it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a lot of that going on though. Cause have you seen this new TikTok trend? The this one sent it to you. Maybe you sent it to me or I sent it to some I said I know I sent it to at least three people saying, Listen, I'm about to go the fuck out. So the it's fake like, crash it. Like yes. no ma'am. So it's def so for y'all that don't know what we're talking about, because you know, we the aunties that's cool enough to be on TikTok. So we be on TikTok. It's this TikToking. Definitely TikTok. And I saw yours. That was really cute with the sneakers, but I don't want to get too far. That was so cute. Oh, thank you, kid. You know, I can't I even like compete TikTok. with you. You, uh... you know, I like I like TikTok for like the quick stuff like that, like just mm-hmm. boom, boom. You know, yep, you don't have easy. to do a whole situation. So, nope. but yeah. So right now, there's a trend called the Turn It Off Challenge, and it was supposed to show off people's acting skills. However, it is now basically white women. Pretending to cry, then immediately turning it off to show you how believable it is. And it ain't fucking funny. Because because for years, our black men have been subjected to y'all bullshit. And I'm mostly saying men because, 
you know, they're accused of rapes. They're accused of being aggressive. They're accused of doing so many things like, you know, taking pictures in Central Park or whatever. Like, and then y'all just start crying. Oh, yeah. I'm scared. And then you just turn the shit off. It ain't even real. Like, it could, it could be a real threat, but we don't know now because right. you play li- too much literally playing too much like uh, some people went so far to say this is what happened to Emmett Till because you know it was a white woman crying wolf basically saying somebody did something to her crying but it never really happened so I don't I'm, know it goes beyond Emmett Till this is I didn't I heard but then I watched. I just recently watched a documentary and got full information. This is what happened in Tulsa. A white woman cried, oh my God, a black man assaulted me. And shut then... Up. Shut up. She, this is not what started the massacre. Did is it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it kicked God. it off. It kicked it off. It, I'm, I'm not going to give the whole history lesson, but there is, I think it's a it's a documentary. I, I think it's on the History Channel. Uh, I love they that. Talked about it. They talked about it, and they talked about how, um, how it it kind of got started. It didn't. It stemmed from that, and then other events, and the heat of that reaction to that caused the whole massacre. Wow. But that was like the bottom line of it. See, this is why, this is why this little shit ain't funny. See, my thing is, y'all, y'all think little shit be he he he. We go, right. we go pretend to like cry, and then it's, y'all go find it funny. Now, see, I don't even understand how all of this affects us. Like it's little micro I don't want to call it a microaggression either it's just things that y'all don't understand about it's, our it's, lives it's their privilege on display I like to say they're privileging oh come on with the terms that is their privilege on display that's I all I like that I like that it's just their privilege on display they're privileging they're just using their privilege yeah because like they don't have to really worry about anybody not believing what they're gonna say, no. or worrying whether or not you know something really happened. If they say it, a police officer, anybody in authority is gonna be like, "Oh, okay, fine." Whereas Absolutely. we can call the police and end up being the person being arrested because <laughs> we're we're we were the ones. Hey, right. I I need the help. Oh no no no! We go we go take you in. Something's going on here. No, I called you, sir. <laughs> like they have I been am deemed, not the problem. They have been deemed the damsels in distress for a very long time. Right. Like this whole um, narrative around them just being so um, needy and having to be protected and just like I said, damsels in distress. That narrative has been going on since slavery. And, you know, they, they're privileged on display. Yeah, well, 
Let's just segue right into this other stupid thing. (laughs) Yeah, well. (laughs) So as you know, last weekend um, was Juneteenth on Saturday. Um, It officially became a federal holiday, which honestly, I wish it wouldn't. But okay, but we'll get to that in a moment um, on why I wish it wasn't a federal holiday. Um, But everybody was trying to find a way to celebrate Juneteenth. That includes major corporations. Um, For example, Ikea. My God today. (laughs) Oh, Ikea in Atlanta, they decided to have a special menu in their store for the weekend, which included fried chicken, watermelon, mac and cheese, collard greens, and some other items. Honestly, I would have just went to pick up a plate because they meatballs is kind of fired, so they might know what they're doing in the kitchen, but... <laughs> This is why we don't need it to be a federal holiday because now we're going to have sales at Old Navy. Get your 19 cent t-shirts and all this. Let me tell you. (laughs) The moment I see anything saying (laughs) $18.65 or any of that, I 65% off any of that I am going it's gonna to be nineteen percent off everything. I am going to go off. I promise you I am. Because wow, I appreciate the acknowledgement. And you know, we have to do we also have to remember it's been a long time since there's been a federal holiday made. So while I appreciate that the acknowledgement. I also am leery because I don't want it to become commercialized because how do you commercialize that without looking like a total fool? That's because, true. Because it's, 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 I don't, cause like, I don't even feel comfortable saying happy June tank. No, nope. because it's, it, what are we happy about? No the fact that we had people that was free. Ens- we we had people that was enslaved, and even after getting uh, emancipated, you mm-hmm. had these motherfuckers who still decided that oh no, nah, well they don't know, so we're just gonna keep them on deck but for and- another two years. Right, right. Like I said, can you imagine? I want everybody that is melanated. Or if you like me and you're melanated deficient, but you know <laughs> that you would have been, you would have been on the latter end. We probably, I would have been probably in the house somewhere near the, somewhere near the house, playing with Mass's child or doing mm-hmm. something in the kitchen or whatever. But just take a moment and imagine being enslaved, being tortured, treated like shit, just all your freedoms, just never having it. And then you have, um, he wasn't, was he a captain? Mm, see, now you about to get me. Okay, to... well, just, okay, just imagine. General. You know, general. He 
But just let's okay, let's stay focused. Just imagine being enslaved at that time, wherever you may have been. And you know, you have the general come up or you have somebody come up and say, Hey y'all, y'all free. Y'all been free for two years. What are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? I said, I, even though I know doing some, I don't know. Because, I mean, I feel like this, the attitude and other things that we have as black people, it just didn't come yesterday. Like this shit, we had a little bit of even doing slavery. But can you imagine the master or the, or the, the master's wife being like, well, can you just, can you just, uh, <laughs> before you go, <laughs> before you go, <laughs> hey, um, before you leave, can you, um, wash the dishes? This dish is in the sink. <laughs> before you leave, can you, uh, breastfeed my baby just one more time? Please. <laughs> if you don't, you and this little pasty baby out my goddamn face. <laughs> I am doing a goddamn, I am out of here. I bet you hit this for me for two years. <laughs> right. Like, I, that's the part and, and I can only imagine the confusion because I know because us as black folks we can't get, just get together and be on one accord I'm pretty sure it was some slaves that was like well I'm gonna I'm stay yeah I don't I don't know about this now this don't this this don't sound it right must have been good to us even we, <laughs> we got everything we need here where y'all go it was plenty of those I'm pretty sure I've heard yeah. or read mm-hmm. accounts of that but like, so with Juneteenth being a holiday, I appreciate the bone y'all gave us. Appreciate it. But there are so many things that are still fucking wrong, right? Like Absolutely. Just, just today, the Housing and Urban Development Secretary said because of student loans, Black people are um, at a deficit or we, we it's hard for us to get housing because uh, we're discriminated against because of our loan situation or even just because of the fact we're Black. And it's still 2021. Like, that is just, like all this shit. Yeah, it's cool. You could sprinkle, you can give us some sprinkles on our ice cream, but like, I'm gonna eat the, the whole shit. banana split, motherfucker. Like, yeah. I may not really be asking for reparations, but I really just want y'all to realize that you can't continue to treat people differently because we have melanin in our skin. Yeah, I, I, you know what, for me, the rep- reparations would be to give us the opportunity. To catch up, man. At least, I mean, like, give everybody give a seven hundred credit score. If we right. fuck it up on our own, then that's that's, then that's us. <laughs> but at least give us the opportunity to catch up. If that means um, taking away the student loans or whatever, if that means more housing programs, if that means uh, more but a height given. Take some of that money that y'all be putting in these other schools and put it in our schools. Yeah. Like at least give us the opportunity to catch up. God damn. I don't think people realize that they are thousands of years ahead of us. Listen. (laughs) It ain't even hundreds, man. Y'all been y'all been dominating shit for a long time. Cause even if you go back to medieval times, 
you know, we were indentured servants or that kind of shit. Like, we ain't never really been on top except on our little continent in Africa. (laughs) Like... It we got to go back to biblical days for us to be like, man, we was running shit back in the day. Right. Like, <laughs> like, let us, just let us just catch up. God damn, like you know that's that's my my thought process on it. It's like let us catch up. Let us start to build some generational wealth. Let us, you know, just be able to afford things like you know that we. That y'all take for granted. Let us, you know, let's take away the privilege. How about hmm. that? I get everybody on the same playing field. Let's get everybody on the same same playing field. But they don't want to do that because they know. Just yeah, over with you. You it's give a me, you give me a, a seven hundred plus credit score, child. My kids go think they white. I'm telling you. Give, <laughs> look, give me that. They already probably that. do. <laughs> give me that and. Let me get, I don't even have to have a huge number in a bank. Give yeah. me that and give me 20,000. <laughs> so, and watch I can definitely work. turn 20 into 40, 40 into 80. Listen, <laughs> and watch I'm gonna be on my. I'm going to be on my Jay-Z shit, two and four, four and eight. Right. <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't going to play with me. But um, You know what I'm saying? And, and not everybody wants to be entrepreneurs. Not everybody. But you know, watch me work. Because if I don't do anything else with that money, I'm going to make sure that my nieces and my grandbabies is in college. They're going to the best. They're right. doing the best. I'm, if, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to at least set them up, bro. Set, set a foundation. Like, we're going we to start breaking some generational curses and chains around here. Like, but just give us a leg up. God damn. Who speaking of chicken? What? <laughs> <laughs> You know my segues be on. Yeah, listen, you was on one tonight. That fool said, speaking of chicken. (laughs) Okay. Listen, okay. So I don't know if you've noticed. I I order Starbucks all the time. They have added a message on their little app. Oh, so they about, added chicken to the menu? No, supply shortages. Girl, that's when I got into Starbucks. So everything, some places ain't got caramel. Uh, some places ain't got certain coffees. But a lot of niggas ain't got chicken. Like chicken, we, why is there a shortage on chicken, bacon, and hot dogs? These are things that are in short supply, as well as cheese, olive oil, Chlorine, corn, so many, so many things are in shortage. And I don't even understand the why. Like, I don't get it. But I'm going to give it up to Rick Ross and his team over at Wingstop. They ain't got no wings. They can't get wings. And the prices and the demand is through the roof. So these motherfuckers... (laughs) They, do, Lord. they launched thigh stop. <laughs> These motherfuckers are serving up thighs. <laughs> and doing what with them? They just like the wings, however you want it. Lemon pepper, wet. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The chairman and CEO of Wingstop told told us that it said the price of wings last year was at 98 cents a pound. Today it's at three dollars 
and twenty two cent a pound. He said it's a meaningful difference. <laughs> he said, in other words, the one we ain't having no chicken. Thank you for saying that because that lets me know chicken wings will not be on the menu for the poor. <laughs> that's a, that's all that means. Like, hey, shorty shit. said thighs are much less much less expensive. So, cause don't nobody want that. <laughs> Can you imagine walking up the wing stop talking about, yeah, let me get seven thighs, lemon pepper, all that fat. I ain't never heard. Nigga, people barely walk in Harold's talking about a half dark, quarter dark. No, sir. You ain't never heard nobody say, let me get a quarter dark with a a pepper on the side and mouth sauce. Hey, <laughs> tripping on this. Th- Wait, gee, when I saw that stop, I was fucking dying, bro. <laughs> Listen, when I worked for Popeye's Chicken <laughs> in high school, yeah. we would run out of everything but, but the thighs. Because wings gone, breast out of here, legs. Motherfuckers eat a chicken leg before, but, they-, <laughs> before they eat a thigh. Like, ugh. No, I day. never had nobody say, "Yeah, I'll take two thighs. Give me, just give me two thighs, and I'm good." Like ever, Listen. like that's always. If you get to a bucket of chicken, <laughs> and all that's left in there is thighs, <laughs> you are ready that. to throw that bucket away. Look at shit. You know how mad I have to be if how mad I'd be if I gotta eat a thigh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, what's that little elbow piece that be at the top of the thigh? Just be like that bone, like good that grizzle bone. Like, yeah, that grizzle piece on the chicken thighs <laughs> are for like chicken thighs is for like your recipes where it's like a uh when you a shredded type situation yeah, yeah. that you can mix it with that, but just to eat it like oh. <laughs> ugh, ugh. <laughs> Wayne stop like, hey, y'all go get these thighs, boy. I rather you sell drumsticks. <laughs> Listen, drumsticks got to be cheap. I got like a ridiculous pack of drumsticks the other day for like seven dollars. I was like, drumsticks are always cheap. That's why whenever I'm having something at the house mm-hmm. and I gotta cook, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get some chicken legs. <laughs> like y'all in the wings. No, <laughs> this ain't that. You gonna get these chicken legs? How you want it? Fried, barbecue, baked? I got it. <laughs> All right. Well, I ain't got no segue for this one. But maybe if you gotta feed a lot of kids, <laughs> get some chicken legs. Get some chicken legs. You can get a that tray, that long tray, <laughs> be like four dollars. Oh gee, sometimes depending on the sale, you can get it for like two, three dollars. I keep some <laughs> chicken legs in the house. Stupid. So what you saying is Nick Cannon should stock up on chicken? <laughs> <laughs> you like my segway? <laughs> my God, today. <laughs> Okay, for those y'all, everybody know this because as I was researching stories on Nick Cannon, E, Entertainment Tonight, all of them, they talk about a guide to Nick Cannon and his seven kids. Girl, 
these white people trying to figure it out. They got a picture on the wall. They got lines trying to figure out. They got a vision board going to him and his kids. <laughs> How did Nick Cannon meet all of his baby mamas tonight at seven? Girl. <laughs> How many of them is it? Okay, so he's he's expecting his fourth child in less than a year. So he has Alyssa Scott. That's the new one. She's still pregnant. Um, DJ Abby De La Rosa. She just had twins six days ago. Then, let me see. Who's the uh, next one after that? Um, he got a, had a daughter by model Brittany Bell in December. All these sound like Instagram models. And, yeah, basically... Um, he just flying chicks out, getting them pregnant, and sending them back home. Then he got the two with Mariah. I feel like I'm missing two kids somewhere, but in anyway, apparently Nick don't believe in birth control. This I didn't know. I learned today in my research. Um, apparently, he did a video like. Back when when his song Gigolo was hot and he was coming out with more music, I wasn't. I didn't know who Nick Cannon was outside of Drumline back in two thousand five. Yeah, I always, even to this day, <laughs> I've always looked at Nick Cannon as a goofball, literally. So, um, I'm, but I will say, I know he's in his bag. I know he makes money. I know he DJs. And he he's a rich goofball. Yeah, still a goofball. he's still a goofy. He's so, just rich. So I like I've I've seen those types too. Yeah. So I guess back in 2005, he released a video about I don't want to say his life story, but it was a, a it was called Can I Live, and it was basically about his mother, who decided not to have an abortion when she was pregnant with him, despite only meeting his father like weeks before. She found out she was pregnant. So I guess he was only seven, his dad was only 17 when um, his mama got pregnant with Nick and they, and she decided not to have an abortion and it had a big impact on Nick's life and he doesn't believe in it. Also, now that he has lupus and he's having all these health concerns. Basically, he's just saying he's going to live the way he want to fucking live. He ain't using condoms. So, he going to die of an STD. <laughs> if the lupus ain't going to take... Because, nigga, Lord, listen. Lord, listen. I'm sorry. Jesus, what I thought about. Because what I thought about with somebody with an immunodeficiency disorder, I'm going to wear a condom, bro. Ooh. Like, anything could mess up your immune system. But anyway, he basically just says that, you know, he loves kids and, um, you know, he going to keep fucking without a condom. My thing is, I don't care how much money you have. It is almost impossible to have a, a relation, a perfect relationship or a great relationship with all 900 of these kids when they don't all live in the same household. Like, you basically flying here to see these kids, driving up the street to see these kids. Oh, I'm going to go over here. Like, Somebody that's not quality. To, right. 
that's not quality and somebody is going to suffer in yeah. these relationships yeah. yeah somebody is going to suffer and my whole thing is forget Nick Cannon I want to know what is the mindset of these women they getting paid bro they like, don't care I, like how are you okay like when I see a different all these uh, maternity shoots mm. I'm just like hey there is no way on God's green earth if I was pregnant by Nick Cannon that I am going to be like oh yeah I want my maternity pictures with you no Mm-mm. I'll take some by myself he is at every Every single one of them. One of them. Do they think this a bad like sis? Like this this reason one really just threw me for a loop because I'm like, sis, they just announced this man had twins. You are six fully days, pregnant. Six days ago. <laughs> they just announced this man had twins. You are fully bellied up pregnant, which means that you got pregnant mm-hmm. while he impregnated this other woman. And you are about to stand here proudly with your stomach and him taking maternity pictures. Are you out of your freaking mind? I don't know what thought process that is. It says, Sam, how many kids you got? Oh, yeah, sign me up. I'm next. Come on, let's go. And it's not like you don't know. Because <laughs> every time you get somebody knows. pregnant, every time you get somebody pregnant, he take a paternity <laughs> shoot. I think, that's, I think that's what he wants more than these babies. I think he enjoys taking these maternity shoots. So he can they put be on outside. his turban. They be, they be in the woods. I think he, that's, the last I think, one he looked away though, he was like, I don't know, fam. <laughs> I, I, think, I think he enjoys the paternity shoots. I think he enjoys putting on his turban. Doing a couple of push-ups. Keep talking few, about this turban. You stupid. A few, a few crunches so he can be buffed and bodied out and putting on some baby oil and standing there with his hands. I think that's what it is. I think he gets off on the maternity shoot. I think he flies in, <laughs> he does the maternity shoot, and then he goes somewhere else and impreg- impregnates another person. That's what he do. So whatever <laughs> that nigga is living life he is going down the list because all these girls is black and something <laughs> i don't want to live that that's not when i say i want to live when i say i want to be i want to catch up that's not that's that ain't not it. it that ain't it because i don't want to spend my money on nobody else listen hey i'm listen. at the point where i'm like fuck these kids listen you heard what I said. You ain't hear me say nothing about move, getting no big house, everybody move in together. None of that. What I say, put their money up so they can go away to college. <laughs> yeah, get go out. away. Get and, out. And, and don't, don't come home on spring breaks. Go on a trip. I got you. Go see the world. Don't don't come back around here. I see you on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And they go another trip for your birthday. Don't come over here. That's <laughs> That's what I want. That's the position I want to be in. <laughs> so, I just don't think it's fair to these little shorties. Like, it's absolutely not fair. <laughs> and then his other kids are older. So, you know, their friends probably like, your daddy nasty. 
<laughs> Listen, Monroe and Morocco and Rocco, the Mariah kids, they is sick. They're like, I don't, I don't claim those children. Listen. <laughs> Can you imagine Mariah Carey's children? Come on. They are next level petty. They're looking bitch. at their siblings like peasants. Literally calling them peasants. Like, your mother is a disc jockey. She's a DJ. My mother your has mother 20 plays. number ones. 20. <laughs> your mother plays my, my mother's songs. songs. <laughs> Basically. Just, just. Your mom's an Instagram model? Like, my mom literally created modeling. Like, <laughs> they could say anything and just had them kids, like, shook. Like, well, right. my mom, my mom. My mom got me a blah blah blah. Well, we own that company, so thanks for our college. Actually, my, actually, yeah, it's just gonna be a mess, and yeah, they definitely gonna be looking like they just they just gonna be looking at them like like peasants. Yeah. Well, congratulations to all the new moms out there. Um, and ladies who are not who don't have no kids, beware! Nick Cannon is out and on the loose. And and uh, he ain't even shooting up the club. He got like he listen, got AR fifteen. Listen, he is doing. He has a scope and he is not missing the target. You hear me? Listen, <laughs> his eyes on the prize. <laughs> listen, I'm pretty sure we go hear about another baby, but after this, I one, pray to God we don't. Like, girl, it's coming. It is coming. I can't wait. I'm going to just laugh. It'll be funny as hell. Anyway, um, I'm getting real tired of your broken promises, promises. <laughs> oh, child. I have started today. <laughs> and all start. I have to say is I need you to start. I want you to start. So I'm not going to give too much away. I just, I just, just want to say, uh, what's her name? Creech Kaika Child. Shorty. Just Broke say what promises. group she was in. <laughs> yeah, just say I, what group she was in. Here's the funny thing. Like, she was in, she was with the Cheetah Girls. Yeah, 3LW. And, and, okay, 3LW. This is something else. She is. She is a lot. <laughs> she is something else. She is a lot. Um, and you know, I I can't think that she. I I know that she does not believe that she. Um, Kylie. Is that her name? Uh-huh, Kylie. Yep. Kylie. I cannot be- believe that she still thinks that she's a star. Child. Or something like that. Like, this is crazy. Like, it it's is... only a few of them in this group that can honestly still sing and maybe perform. Few. And I'm going to give it to Nivea because I know Nivea can sing. Nivea is funny. Yeah. She's Nivea so is funny. She like, like I just trying to figure out is she 
if she drunk or she on drugs. I mean, she used to be on all that shit. So she's this is this is probably residual. residual. Okay, <laughs> you okay. know, you know when it, when somebody get clean, they still <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's they definitely. still be like having that. Eh, I don't know, but that's so that's Nivea. She definitely be in her shit. But yeah, okay, but so I have the cast. Kylie, Kylie definitely gives me um, a little Karenish vibes. Oh God, um, she just, yeah, she, she, she gives me a a, a odd vibe, a weird kind of vibe where it's like. You know, she's one of those ones. She gives me that vibe that she's the one that's gonna keep sending her food back. I don't like this. Um, it has sesame seeds on the bun. Yes, our buns have sesame, sesame seeds. seeds. Right. Well, I don't. I don't like sesame seeds. Can you take them off? <laughs> right. She gives me that vibe. She gives me that vibe. Of, Do you know who I am? Tell nobody at this point because. So not without giving because you haven't watched it, but I, I've seen a couple clips now. I, I, <laughs> okay. I'm enjoying the clips I've seen. I've seen Aubrey O'Day killing some dance routines. Yes, um, because I, I listen. I love Danity Kane. I'm I gonna just throw it out. Lived there. for Danity Kane. Do you hear me? Now I can't <laughs> with all of the um things that Aubrey O'Day have done to her face. Yeah. But I will say this. Diddy would be proud. He probably like my girl because all that shit. Mm-hmm. That she he, got it. She got it. Like that whole making them a star. She is on it. She like, look, I am here to get in the studio. <laughs> she we just want to make music and make money. That's she all like. I'm trying to make some do. music. This is our vision. This is what we need to be doing. She ain't here for none of the extra fuck shit. And you know, she like, look. I'm. I'm just not. I'm not interested. In <laughs> it's that. gonna be. I am <laughs> Aubrey and these are the temptations. She didn't already came in. I'm like, look, <laughs> if, look. I promise you, Diddy will probably be looking like she still got it because she came in on day one or two mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, so. I think it'd be better if we split these off in two groups. Yep. Because <laughs> I saw that clip too. I was dying. She was like, like yeah, it. because this this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. But she she came around and she like, all right, let's we gonna use what we got. Child. She like, I will we gonna say use that. what we got. Um the seven oh two girls. Yes. No. Irish and Lamisha should hang it up. Just 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 gracefully bow out. Because they're not dancers. They're not they dancers. Mm-hmm. They're not singers. No. And they started Notori, with... Uh, was the leader of that group. She did... She was it. Y'all was the little harmony in the background. Well, okay. So was Notori in 702 or was she in the other group? Oh, I thought Notori was in 702. Shit. Let me not lie. Uh, 702 members. See, now I'm lying. She wasn't? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Her name was Camila. She just looked right. like Notori. And you know what? 
I'm sorry, all dark skinned girls don't look alike. I'm sorry, y'all. My my yeah. bad. <laughs> my bad. I think I think Kayla was in um she was in a group. Yeah, she was with three L W. She was with um Yeah, she was in three L W. Yep. Right. I had to I, listen. I'm gonna get it together. I'm not gonna embarrass myself out here in these streets. <laughs> but um, and then the group, the two from Total. Now they was older when when. There's only when, one that's from Total. That's Pamela. So who is Fallon? Fallon and Felicia are twins from the group Cherish that I have. I don't know them people. No, Fallon is from Total, bro. No. Fallon is from Cherish. Fallon and Felicia are twins. Oh, okay. Fair. But I don't, I don't know those women. <laughs> I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know them. I really don't like. And they came in like, you know, I, I did get them a little bit. Like, I, I didn't appreciate it because me and Pam probably around knocking on the same age. Mm-hmm. But they was like. I mean, yeah. Shamari old ass is out there too. Like, right, but Shamari is hyper. Like, this, she this was too wakes, much on Housewives for me. This wakes up on the boom cat. Like, she ready? Yeah, but like, ma'am, I don't think. Well, I'm belong. just glad she not drinking as much as she was. No, she actually belongs. She okay. can dance. I know Shamari, she can dance. Shamari has star power. Okay, she still got it. Okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to see them for real. She could dance and she could sing. Like she could tell. Like you can tell who is still trying to hone their craft and who's still trying to do something, and who kind of took a break and was just like, "I'm a chill for a long time." Okay, you could tell. You could definitely tell that. Surprisingly, Kylie, Kaylee, whatever her name is. Can dance her ass off, and as far as singing goes, she has a she knows how to go low. Okay. So she has a low a lower range, but she's getting on my nerves. She like I don't want to be in a group. I'm a creative director, but she mm. ain't doing shit. But mm. walking around saying it like sis, if that's if that's the role you're gonna play, do it. Play it. You know, and saw her and Arbery's breaking, bumping heads because I'd be like, man, look. And then you got uh, Fallon and Felicia who are actually songwriters. So, you know, they, mm-hmm. I can't see how they're about to do eight, nine of them in a group. And be That's successful. just too many people, bro. This, that's a choir. That's a choir. It is. It's a praise team. That is a praise team. It's ridiculous. And, and oh, and Pam, child. See, the auntie just needs to sit down somewhere. She don't need to no. be in there. Well, no, she ain't dancing. Mm-mm. But she really won the best day. I like Pam in total. But they didn't dance in total. Back but in the they day, all we had was rock. Routines. They didn't they have rocked. routines. They rocked and they was real big. They had dancers. They had dancers, and all they had to do was, like you said, bounce their shoulders and pivot, and yeah, bounce your shoulders it. and pivot, and Ow. bounce your shoulders and pivot, and Ow. bounce your shoulders and pivot. 
that's all they have to do and wear their baggy pants and their Tim's. Right. But she is now saved, filled, sanctified. Oh, God. I'm not even. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. So, you know, all day long. Okay. It's, it's hallelujah. hallelujah anyhow. I'm just, just be quiet. Uh, you know, God has brought me here for a reason. Lord, rockets with me. I am here now. She did something this past episode. Everybody was feeling her. They was like, she's light. Uh-huh. They was here for the good vibes. She's like, I'm just here, you know, trying to serve a purpose. God brought me here. I'm just here to sit to to live, for, fulfill whatever God has for me to do. Whatever it is, she easy with it. She not being no diva, but she did do something that is going to backfire Uh on her. And I think it already is. She stated that in the past, before she met the Lord, she was gay. Mm Mm-hmm. And that once she got saved, she no longer likes women's. And she's no longer, well, she didn't say she. <sighs> I'm not gay no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, I've been, I'm, I'm delivered. Okay. And so, yeah, that part, I was like, oh, sis. But she came back and said, she was like, I think I said too much. Because I was like, ooh, sis. See. Uh, and and what, what caused it was um, they were in the studio and Audrey Aubrey mm-hmm. had her arm against her against Pam's knee and she got the rubbing it. And it must have it must have it must have caused a tingle. <laughs> It must have caused a tingle. It must have. <laughs> it must have Oof. brought back some chills. old memories. I got chills. They're multiplying. As I look back over my life, <laughs> Pam hopped up. Like, let me just tell y'all Hold something. On, right. fam. Hold on, fam. Hold on, fam. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't do this shit no more. Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't touch I, me. <laughs> I am delivered. I don't. I don't like women's. I am delivered. <laughs> I used to like women's. I don't like women's anymore. Yeah. I am delivered. And they yeah. were like, they were in a room like, no, wait a minute now. Because nobody said they wanted you. You know, like. So, this is my problem with some of the saints. Y'all just go too far, too fast, too fucking quick. Nobody because, was even I mean, there, bro. She was just, I, if anybody has watched any of these shows, she is a, a affectionate person. She like is. she just was chilling, bro. She was not trying to get in your fifty-seven-year-old panties, ma'am. But Have a I seat. feel like some women, a lot of women, we see each other. Like women are very comfortable, dependent on the women and how secure they are. But in most cases, I know in my circles, most of the women I know are very comfortable with their bodies. They're comfortable in their sexuality, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. And they don't have no problem. Your titties looking good. They're grabbing and touching them. Let me fix your hair. Oh, you're right. so pretty. Like, mm-hmm. And sis, like, you can't, like, ain't, we ain't jumping up declaring our sexuality. 
and, and giving testimonies. Like, sis, it was just weird. Mm. It, but but you know what? I also say, granted, yes, Ivory is that way. It was. You don't know her like that. Mm-hmm. It was it was a you know what I'm saying so like I get it on both ends. I get saying like she was saying like you know our perception is everything, mm-hmm. and what I don't want is for this to look so, like it's not. So basically, she didn't want people thinking she like women's again. If you do so, what? This so this whole shit bothers me, bro. Because it ain't whatever. I'm gonna be quiet. This is the day and age where everybody is screaming from the mountaintops they gay. And I was gonna talk about the little NFL player that announced that he was gay or whatever. But his and I, but I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to sound aggressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's getting so much support. Whereas Michael Sam, who was a black man who came out of who came out of University of Missouri, he said he was gay. He got drafted into the NFL. He might not have made it in the NFL once he got there, but he when he was in the NFL, he was a gay player. And mm-hmm. everybody, nobody was like, "Oh, that's what's up, Mike. We behind you. We doing this. We doing that." But um, Cassidy or whatever his name is comes out as gay oh he's the first active NFL player to come out as gay like we get it it's appreciated it's appreciated in this day and age because we want people to be able to that's the point I'm trying to make sorry that we want people to be able to live their life as they so fit so Pam being some kind of way about a girl touching her knee is kind of weird in 2021 when it's not a big deal and that's what was said and Kylie just being who she is which I just did not catch that vibe from her but I don't know that woman so who am I to say what vibe I caught from her who are you to judge but um she said that she was like it's 2021 um nobody she called her a homophobe and they was like whoa Kylie that's you're going too far like sis didn't say that you know let's not do that she was like you know they told her like let's not do that but um and then she went on to say that she was bisexual, that nobody cared. In that okay, act. thanks, ma'am. <laughs> like, did nobody ask you to declare your... Nobody asked you that. Don't nobody care. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see um, these women do their thing. It's also just the dynamic of, of, of women. You know, some of them have a little position some of them think they got a position of power and just the way that they when women act when they do have that position is just quite interesting to me which yeah come on with come on with it we go out of the girl talk segment for this now yes yes women in power that is (laughs) It's a word for you tonight. Okay, Listen. let me stop. All right, let we'd have been talking for a bit. Give us a second. We'll be right back. Charlie, <sighs> you definitely got us to that to that point. So you know, I'm not even gonna try to do the layup tonight. You go Girl, ahead. Let me see if I can alley you this. So, like Come we were saying, um, speaking of the the whole. Uh, encore situation we have women who I'll just say this I'll, I'll do it this way it'll be easy so Kylie 
came in and she said she's creative director. So she's supposed to have this role as the leader, which I don't know who told her or how she ended up um, becoming creative director. She said something in in the regards to I've been in a spotlight for so long. Um, I now want to kind of be in the back and I have been in the back helping groups to develop and, you know, get restart them. Did not name not a group that she did, but she has now given herself this role, this title, and she is now trying to hold on to this position of power. And it's so... It's it's so interesting and, and and almost crazy to see because we I see it so often with women when they get into leadership and it's almost disappointing because it's like you have women who get in these positions and they like to throw their weight around instead of actually just leading and letting letting who they are and their mm-hmm. credentials speak for them, you know? Yeah. So, this is a topic that I, that I talk about quite frequently in my own personal life. Because, same. I'm in a leadership role at my, at my gig, right? Mm-hmm, I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm a project manager. And, um, for those of you that don't know, I was in the military. I didn't do the four-year thing. I don't have that little piece of paper everybody has. And I literally worked to get to where I am. And, um, you know. I thought I, you were talking about this piece of paper you get from the military. You talking about it? No, four-year. Four-year <laughs> piece of paper. <laughs> you, I, I, got, you talking, I got all my paperwork from the military. But right, I thought you were talking about, I thought like after you do so over the years, I do. You get a little piece of paper. It ain't worth nothing, but you get a piece of paper. Y'all, it, so you saying you don't have that or you saying you don't have a degree? Don't, don't have a degree, man. Oh, shit. It was shit. Say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I forgot like, you've been drinking tonight. <laughs> I, like, I didn't know they gave you a piece of paper when you left the military. What no, is that? I'm talking about a degree. <laughs> and so. You've completed your service at a day. Yeah, get out. I'm done. (laughs) Um, So there are people that I work with that are qualified from the degree standpoint. But when it comes to leadership and knowing what the fuck to do and or or having power trips, that little piece of paper don't mean shit. Shit. And it's so entertaining to me that people compare like a good leadership to me, somebody who ain't trained. And then they'd be like, well, this person, they could probably use some mentorship. <laughs> and they literally have degrees. Or this person, they didn't approach this the right way. They came in on a little too aggressive. Like, that's where I hear it the most is that women specifically in leadership come off mad aggressive mad boy <laughs> you just the segment is over the segment that's, is over that's, that's it. it that's the word right that's that's the word mad aggressive defensive 
and just this constant need to have to throw their weight around. Like, um, I, I've been in leadership positions before. And for me, like, I'm not big on titles. So, you know, and I was, I wasn't like, I had a leadership position, but I wasn't like the leader. So I never had that whole thing of like, I'm the boss. It was just like, I just felt like I was doing my job and these were my responsibilities. But I have seen in my hundred years of working, I've noticed that I, and at first I thought it was me. I thought it was like me, mm-hmm. but in like I've noticed that in jobs that I've had where there was a woman in leadership, it was always some type of friction. It just it just never fared well mm-hmm. to the point where I almost avoided having women leaders just for the sake of I didn't want to have to deal with the shit that come with it, the um, the aggressiveness. Very, that word right there, that was a word. Very aggressive. I don't know if they feel like they need to, to be that because they're in a male-dominant space. See, and that's where I was going to go because I feel like many times women feel like they have to put on this certain persona because men are in so many leadership capacities that we have to feel like we're strong we're 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 um decisive we we don't make mistakes and you know it comes off more so aggressive than just being good a at real your job. leader right <laughs> and that's what i was about to say because if you notice most men that's in leadership they lay back they chill. Mm-hmm. Yep. They not sweating. They not sweating. The small stuff, like I can honestly say that um, my most laid back, not I won't say the best leaders, mm-hmm. but my most laid back, chill, um, not a lot of drama, not a lot of stress, is when I had a male leader, and, and they also tend to be more empathetic than women leaders, oddly enough. Like, I feel like women in leadership have this attitude of, well, if I I did, I made the sacrifices and did what I had to do to get to my position, so you should, have, you should be able to make those sacrifices too to do your job. Like, they have no um, no home, work-life balance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not empathetic toward you being a mother or having a family or any of that. And you just be like, sis, what is your deal? Like, what what is going on? Like, it... That shit, it boggles me. And it's... It, it really gets on my nerves. I, it boggles me, and but it's also very disappointing. Especially think- when we do it. Yeah, I think when it's a black woman, and most times she's had to work super hard to get to where she's at. So this is her way of proving, you know, that she's capable. Um, but it still it comes off bad. Com- yeah, like you don't have to do all that. Just be great. Know how to communicate with people. Um, accomplish the task that you're supposed to accomplish. Like it doesn't 
have to come off of like, do you know who I am? I'm the manager. I asked you to take what care I of this. say go. Yeah, you don't have to do all of that. Like we get your role, ma'am. You don't have to continually remind us of who you are and your title. Like it doesn't help anything. If anything, it makes it worse. It makes people not want to work with you. Like if you were wondering if they talking about you in the break room before you walk in, they are because you set that precedence by being a jerk. So but some of them. So um, I am currently working under a um, a woman, and I honestly feel like she. She she gets off on that. She think it's funny that I have to say she think it's funny, but I think she likes having that reputation of being a hard ass or having a reputation that people don't really care for her and all this other things. And it's like, why? And the crazy thing is, is that she's she knows her shit. But what what is also messed up is that while she knows her shit nobody wants to work for her nobody wants to work for her Mm -hmm. nobody wants to work with her and nobody wants to work around her because of her demeanor and it's like it's like that's not like you you only pigeonholing yourself by doing that Mm. because it, it makes no sense to be able to manage people if you can't lead them and that's that's our segue into another good topic. Sometimes people get into these leadership. There's a difference between being a leader and a manager. And I also think that sometimes um, women get into these positions and they want to manage. They focus more so on managing than leading. So it's are you getting your what are you doing? Are you get what's your production? Uh, and just nitpicking about the wrong thing, and it's like that's. I don't need you to manage me. No, Most, you know, depending on the the job, if you're working in a position where you you're dealing with adults and they kind of are clear, they are skilled. They've been hired because their skill set matches the job. You don't necessarily have to manage them, right? You lead them and help them to be better so they can do their job better. But you don't have to manage them. And yeah, I see that a lot too um, with with women leaders. But you know, it's just nice to know that I'm not the only one. You're not. You are not alone. Because I promise you, I kid you not. No lie. I was like, is it me? Maybe yeah. I just can't work with other women. Is it me? No, like honestly, the best I'm not good. I, I hate to say the best managers I've had were men, but like I literally have preferred the male managers about 90% of the time <laughs> over all the women managers I've had. Not to say the women were terrible, but like I had to worry about shit. Like, yeah, it it, it's more like... laid back. It's more chill. <laughs> um, yeah, I can say the same. Th- like, I've had, in hindsight, I've had a lot of women managers and leaderships. Um, out of those, I can think of two 
that were my women that were my favorite. They were chill. They were laid back. They were all about um, encouraging you and helping you to grow Mm -hmm. and build in your position. Like they, they were that type, like, you know, and I had them early on when I was just starting, like working and having full-time jobs and working regular jobs. Like I had them early on. And surprisingly, those two were also the ones that helped me to get into leadership positions. Absolutely. And then, Absolutely. And, and then it was like the other ones was like some of them they were okay, but they really weren't about the whole leadership thing. It was like, okay, if you come in and you do your job, you know, we good. If you could kiki with me, you could do your job, we good. Okay, fine. And then it seemed like when I got into corporate, oh, honey, that's the whole. <laughs> so the first group was retail. Mm-hmm. So that that's that was a whole different. That's already a, like a female mm-hmm. dominated um, dominated space. But when I got into corporate, oh my god, my word <laughs> today, yeah, corporate I had, is different, ma'am. Girl. D- d- the leadership it's just like the first my first was a male cool cool be like oh i need to take off you want to take a sick day vacation day oh whatever i got cool no problem he left i get a woman a woman leader she looks at my time and she like you got too many sick days i gotta write you up well hold on (laughs) ma'am he let me take these days right this was approved, ma'am. This was approved. Yeah. Oh no, that's not how we do things. And it was just like a whole, like a whole air attitude. And it was like from there, just downhill. I've mm. only had one male leader that I've been like, I don't like you. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had one like. About the man, most of the managers I had have been female, but of the one, two, but this three, male, four. the male, the male one that I've had that I have that I've had had have had whatever, mm-hmm. uh, is present tense, present for it, future present tense. Um, he's slightly racist, so he don't count. <laughs> but but. <laughs> oh, I hate you. But, you but yeah, but yeah, just I would just like to say, that's just you know, you you're in leadership. What tips would you would you give? Um, it's all about balance. Okay, um, I know when to force the hand a little bit, um, versus just being attentive responsive and um what's the other word I'd be telling my coworkers I try to do um attentive responsive I have another word but I've been drinking so I'm about to fuck it all up can't get no leadership advice when I'm half drunk but what I will say is (laughs) (laughs) I do listen to the people that I work with I try to make sure that oh I'm diplomatic um when it comes to decision making um, or even just 
outlining what needs to be done like it's a way to communicate it where people really feel like they're part of the team whether you're delegating or you're actually doing the work you know what I'm saying like I could say Felicia you need to do this 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 and this like firing it off to you and then or you could be like so for my next steps I see Felicia will be taking care of X, Y, and Z. Um, Angela will be doing blah, 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 blah. Katie will do yada, yada, yada. And then everybody's like, yeah, that's my shit. She said my name. I'm going to do it. Not like, Felicia, you. do this. Yeah, do this. Do that. Do this. You do this and you do that. It's just like, I feel like everything stems back to communication. And that is how you show what type of leader you are. And... um it's very important to just under, understand who you're working with. And it it's, it takes a little bit, but like, just like I said, you got to be attentive. Yeah. I also think that morale is important. Yes, very. I, I think that um, I do have that paper. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I got that paper, Organizational Leadership. Oh, come on now. And so I do understand the importance of morale. Um, And, you know, the best way to really get your people, not so much do what you want them to do, but the best way to get a good, productive, and operative team is through morale. If Mm -hmm. morale is low, productivity is low, attendance is low, you know, so I feel like, and I think people don't understand that it's a transactional thing. So if you're a leader and you show that you care yeah, and, and not, you know, about them, about their future, where they're going in the organization, they're going to give you their best. So that would be my, my, um, don't forget about morale. Morale is important. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, while we're here, do you have any self-care tips for the people this week? Oh, um, you know what? I was thinking about this. And now that I am, you know, back to work. First and foremost, how are you, sis? How are you doing? I might. You know, I had a headache today, but, you know, Mm. it's probably because I hate it here. (laughs) The world is so ghetto. (laughs) Girl, listen. (laughs) Yeah, but so I was thinking today, um, and I was like, man, you know, now that I'm back at work regularly, full time in the office, um, outside, I was like, I've really fallen off on like those, um, those spiritual, mental self care things, mm. like meditation, mm-hmm. yo, my yoga practice. Still praying, even though that's been a little shady. But God, you know my heart. <laughs> uh-uh. I swear to God, every time I say that or I hear somebody say that, I feel like God be like, mm-hmm. Right. Like, okay, Because I promise you, I feel like God probably be like, why do she call me every morning to start talking to those off? <laughs> like, what's up, God? Man, I just... Like Lord, just like, this day. I just need like five more minutes, God. Mm. Hold on. <laughs> and, and God, God, please, Lord Jesus. 
help me in my mm, I'm talking about like this. So I just wanted to take this take this time to remind everybody to while the world is opening back up and we're trying to get back acclimated to um this norm. Mm-hmm. You know, like because being at home, working from home, virtual, all that, that had became a norm and we had got adjusted. So now that we are reprogramming and readjusting to this norm, um, don't forget or make sure that you are taking time to um do the self-care that that impacts your mo- emotional and your mental not just your physical because I, I I can honestly say that I've slacked out so okay Monday I'm going to try to get back reset. on it reset but yeah you guys if you have to reset it's fine it's going to be reprogramming and you know starting creating new habits and trying to make it work but just don't forget make that a um important part uh, an intention important part of your day that's all I got. All right. And I appreciate that because I need that little oomph to get Child, um, myself yeah, together. Let me tell you how I ain't laid out this yoga mat. <laughs> girl, in so long. I probably I had I probably can't eat downward dog no more, child. Lord today. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. I can't I know when I probably sit down and meditate, my brain gonna be like, "What, girl? Listen, where have you been, girl? <laughs> it's gonna be. Look, it's my brain. I'm gonna have to meditate to meditate. It's I'm gonna have to be like, all right, nah. Everybody, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how it's been. Well, we'll get it together. Sometimes you fall off the horse, but it's all about getting back on. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, until next week, sis, what should they do? Drink water, mind your business, and remember how to meditate. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Peace. Bye.